she put her index finger on my lips. I know I've been a lot to live with lately, and I'm sorry about that. She took a deep, cleansing breath. We're gonna have a good day. That's all I want, I said, and allowed myself to be pulled closer. I still don't think it would hurt to see someone on a regular basis to Ethan twisted around. Let's go. Jan leaned in and gave me a quick kiss on the cheek. Let's show the kid a good time. Yeah, I said. She gave my arm a final squeeze, then gripped the handles of the stroller. Okay, Buster, she said to Ethan. We're on our way. Ethan stuck his hands out to the sides like he was flying. He'd already drained his juice box and handed it to me to toss in a wastebasket. We had several hundred yards to get to the main entrance, but we could already see people lined up to buy tickets. Jan, wisely, had bought them online and printed them out a couple of days earlier. I took over stroller duty while she booted in her purse for them. We were almost to the gates when Jan stopped dead. Nuts. The backpack, she said. I left it in the car. I'll run back. You go ahead. I'll catch up to you. She handed me two slips of paper, one adult ticket and one child, and kept one for herself. I think there's an ice cream place about a hundred yards in on the left. We'll meet there? Jan was always one to do her research and must have memorized the online map of Five Mountains in preparation. That sounds good, I said. Jan turned and started back for the car at a slow trot. Where's Mom going? Ethan asked. Forgot the backpack, I said. The sandwiches? He said. Yeah. He nodded, relieved. We didn't want to be going anywhere without provisions. I handed in my ticket and his, bypassing the line to purchase them, and entered the park. We were greeted with several junk food kiosks and about a dozen stands hawking Five Mountains hats and T-shirts and bumper stickers and brochures. The two closest roller coasters, which had looked big from the parking lot, were positively Everest-like now. I knelt down next to Ethan and pointed. He stared, eyes wide with wonder and fear. He reached for my hand and squeezed. I want to go home. I told you, sport, don't worry. The rides we're going on are on the other side of the park. The place was packed. Parents with little kids, big kids, grandparents, some dragging their grandkids around, some being dragged by them. I think that must be the ice cream place, I said, spotting the stand just up ahead. I got behind the stroller and started pushing. Think it's too early for ice cream? I asked. Ethan didn't respond. His head was back and to the side, his eyes closed. <laughs> the little guy had fallen asleep. Not even at the first merry-go-round, and the kid was already comatose. Everything okay? I turned. Jan had returned, the backpack slung over her shoulder. He's nodded off, I said. You're kidding me she said. I think he passed out from fear after getting a close look at that, I said, pointing to the coaster. I think I've got something in my shoe, Jan said.
She navigated the stroller over to a concrete ledge surrounding a garden. She perched on the edge, nudging Ethan and the stroller to her left. Feel like splitting a cone? she asked. I'm parched. Dipped in chocolate? I asked. Surprise me, she said. I turned and strolled over to the ice cream stand. I asked the girl who took my order to dip it in Nevada chocolate, which clung like skin to the ice cream. I took a tiny bite out of it, cracking the chocolate, and instantly regretted it. I should have let Jan have the first bite. But I'd make up for it. On Monday, come home with flowers. Later in the week, book a sitter, take Jan out to dinner. This thing Jan was going through, maybe it was my fault. I hadn't been attentive enough. I didn't expect.